This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my loves. It is Lala Kent. I just realized it's 11-11. It's going to be a great motherfucking podcast, especially because my guest is probably my soul sister because she's just as obsessed with all things Bravo as I am. I have Lara Marie Shane Halls, which I just learned is German. Yes, you nailed it. Great job on the pronunciation. <laughs> genius. Genius. Literal genius. I'm I sitting looked here at it and I was today. like, that's absolutely Shane Hall's. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. I love it too because you were like, is this Russian? And I was like, how does she know that my family are Germans from Russia? You must be just psychic. Or can I tell you what it is? Because Schroeder is spelled sort of like that. <laughs> Oh. The, the first little part. The S-H. Yes. S-C-H. S-C-H. Okay. Okay, so you've accomplished a lot because I'm looking at your bio. All Jessica had to say to me was, I have this girl. You have to have her on her podcast on your podcast because she's obsessed with Vanderpump Rules and I'm so vain that if you tell me that, come on, toot my horn. Let's <laughs> talk about it. But you also watch all the reality TV. But like I'm looking at your bio you're a New York Times best-selling author. Yeah. You have your own podcast. I have my own podcast. I have two podcasts, actually. Oh, shit. Well, okay, technically I have four podcasts. Oh, my but God. right now, only two of them are, like, in season. So I have Sexy Unique Podcast. Okay. That began as just me talking with guests about Vanderpump Rules. I'm That show has changed my life, truly. Like, I love this. In like very deep ways but also it just has been such an outlet for me that's a whole other story so it started out about Vanderpump 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 <laughs> rules and then it's expanded into talking about like all other reality shows so we covered like Rock of Love like all three seasons of Rock of Love we covered like Lindsay Lohan's Beach House that weird MTV one season show yeah that was so weird we did like Gallery Girls which was the Bravo like throwback one season wonder from like 2012 I want to say wow so we I've kind never of even heard of that current one oh my god you need to watch it it's like delusional millennials in the art world <laughs> <laughs> really being embarrassing and it's incredible <laughs> actually sounds good it's really good bring it back really really good so yeah my co-host carrie o'donnell and i we now do like live shows we just had two at dynasty typewriter (laughs) this month and we talk about usually like a current season of reality tv and then like a throwback we did mob wives like recently which was a great rewatch so freaking good so good we talked about you popping in last week at dynasty typewriter but you couldn't your schedule was not allowing it but you're having you have another live one right we're gonna have i think (laughs) knock on wood i hope that we're going to have like a regular show there. So Could maybe. Will you please have me? Yeah. Oh, my God. I am I felt bad asking so last minute because I know you're busy. and But I was like, that would be a real coup to get Lala on this stage. I, Sheena's has come to a live show before. She has. She has. And Ariana, Sheena did the splits. Yeah. She loves to do the splits. She dropped into a full splits, slammed her <laughs> vagina so hard <laughs> on the ground. It reverberated through the whole venue. It was an incredible moment. It was the last show before everything shut down from COVID. I think Sheena may like doing the splits more than Kyle Richards. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Did you see Reza 
on Watch What Happens Live. I sure did. Say. I sure did. That Kyle Richards, for my friends who don't know what I'm talking about, Laura does, obviously. <laughs> Reza from Shaws of Sunset said that the most overrated housewife is Kyle Richards. Please give me your thoughts. Where's the lie? I agree. Where's the lie? It's a lot of go girl, give us nothing. <laughs> she brings, um, I guess, like, bitchy friend group to the table, but she's never really providing the drama. She stirs the pot. She asks a lot of questions. Okay. But, like, she could have gotten cut, and I would have been happy with Lisa Rinna staying, because I love Rinna. I love Rinna, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, you are my soulmate. She makes me laugh. Like, even when I know that she's hamming it up or being kind of fake, yeah. it still is really funny to me. It's so funny. I love the lips. She always brings it. The hair is always fabulous. And she is the only person. I always say, we're not watching this show to see a bunch of hot chicks kumbaya. No. You know, I'm we're watching just not. shows to watch ladies fight. That's yes. what I care about the most. And on Vanderpump Rules, like, I watch Vanderpump Rules to see all of you guys fight and then to see most people's lives being somewhat embarrassing. Totally. A little bit, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. why I watch. There's this thing that I do and I've talked about this before because I'm a fan but also a part of that world. Yeah. And so when I have moments when we're filming and someone brings out that side of me and I'm like so mortified, I literally have to go into like, you made great TV tonight. Definitely. Or else I will go home and it will not be good. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's that I imagine is so difficult because maybe more so now when not drinking, but I can just imagine like with oh, the, drinking and like not being able to control like oh, anger or anything. The Sunday yeah, scaries then, every morning. Mm -hmm. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, how do you do that? Like, how do you, do you just divorce yourself from like, I, yeah, I flipped out or said this or that, but it's just fine. And it's yeah, TV to. and it's like a totally different life than how I am like day to day. No, because I feel like the different, like day to day, if I'm not connecting with someone, I have the option to be like, I'm not kicking it with them. Yeah. When we're filming, it's like we have a group thing that we're doing. So like you have to come, mm -hmm. right? So like that's absolutely how I am. If you just like if I were to throw you into a situation where like you weren't connecting with someone, like you just see a different side of people when I don't want to say forced because we're not forced, but at the end of the day we're like here to film a TV show. So you're seeing people for who they are, but in situations that maybe they normally wouldn't put themselves in. So I have to separate reality from reality. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. Cuz if I don't like me season seven after my dad died calling Raquel a Bambi-eyed bitch telling Billy Lee she was boring to listen to and look at almost headbutting her calling her a hoe I watch that and go what the I mean that fuck? was iconic though that <laughs> Looking was like back, truly one of the it's a great standout moment 100% but it's hard to have your like standout moments on tv also be like one of the darkest moments of your life Totally. Like, but or I, during that period of your life. Right. During that time, it was very, very dark. I couldn't watch it. Now, like, I will go on to YouTube and be like, this feels like I need to watch Bambi and Bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. It's do a throwback. You, do you guys think just from, not an outsider, because I watch Housewives, but do you think there's a, a Kyle Richards equivalent on Vanderpump Rules? And if so, you don't have to say who if you don't want to, if you don't want to, like, cause drama. But do you think there is? Someone who, like, you can give or take. Like, he or she could go and, like, are you going to really? Yes. You do? Yeah, I ain't saying who, though. Do yeah, you? I'm not going to say who either. But you agree. You're, you're, a, okay. you're a shit fucking stir. <laughs> shit would be great, <laughs> right? Shit fucking I don't stir. know who the Kyle yes. Richards is. You. <laughs> you. Take her or leave her. Get her out of here. <laughs> okay, good to know. You're the pot stir. I'm a pot but stir. But I will always take you. I will never leave you, Jess. <laughs> Thank you. So, but Reza did circling back say something pretty savage because kyle richards responded to reza being like you have a canceled show 
whatever else she said. I don't know. Oh, he's on Traders. Yeah. Like, I guess and he you got were the first one. First. And you were the first one to get kicked off Traders. And he, he goes, is? He goes, I did have a cancel. I do have a canceled show. And I did get killed off of Traders first. But my entire family and cast still pick up my phone calls. Mm-hmm. How's Kathy Hilton doing? <gasps> and, and names uh, Kim as well. Like, he went savage. Yeah. I, I I'm telling you what. Those Shaws of Sunset... Um, cast members. She walked will- herself right into that one. Yeah, why did she do that? You can't step to like a bitchy gay guy and expect to live to tell the tale. Absolutely it's truly not. A no. It's a non-starter. I know, and I love Reza so much, so everything he says, I co-sign on. Mm-hmm. It's really funny, but I don't know. You know what I always used to say, and I think I, I still stand by this, I think you need to be on Beverly Hills. Everyone Tell me says why that. you think that because I hear this a lot and I don't feel like my age would allow it right now. And I also don't have anything like super fabulous to show you. Like, come look at my three bedroom apartment. <laughs> no, they always. Okay. I think it's really good on a Housewives franchise when there's a new young blood. Okay. Like a hot, younger housewife. I mean, You've gone through a recent divorce, separation. So that's always like juicy for TV. Totally. And you have brands, you're an entrepreneur. So people like like a kind of younger, hotter, scrappier woman to come into the mix. And you suffer no fools. So I think you'd really light some bitches up. And <laughs> you should write Andy You Cohen could and be the this. person to get Kyle off the show. I see this for you. Do you have to have a partner? I don't think Kyle would ever be off the show because she really is. I mean, what's her name? Um, Erica in the reunion said she was the queen bee in the sense that she kind of is the glue that holds the whole group together. Without her, these people wouldn't talk. Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills is her town after all. Yeah. (laughs) Right? I mean, she really does have the crowd. She's been there since day one. But I think you could ruffle her feathers in a way that I would really appreciate. No, she would hate me. What? No, exactly. But that's why it would be so good. And I think, like, the way I see it, if I were a producer of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I would say Lala's going to upgrade from Vanderpump Rules to, to Beverly Hills. And we're bringing Lisa Vanderpump back. Because then you have an ally. Yes. You have someone on your side, and you can both take on Kyle. You should pitch this to Cohen. Honestly, like, I literally give gold away for free every single week on my podcast. I'm, like, telling people what's good, and no one cashes it in. It would change lives. It would change everyone's lives for the better. Okay. Because you've never been, like, you've kind of been above the fray on Vanderpump Rules the whole time. That is so nice of you to say. It's true, I though. I really enjoyed... By the way, I really enjoy doing reality TV, and I love Vanderpump Rules so much. And I got in trouble for saying this on Sheena's podcast. And when I say this, like, I'm not minimizing what my cast has been through, but there are things on the show, like little petty things, that made my life this year a lot easier because I was like, I'm going to go in and we're going to throw shade in like the most petty way. And this feels good to take me out of my reality. Like just the things that I feel like I got to deal with on a day to day, even before this past year, Mm -hmm. just feels a little bit on a level that I don't particularly enjoy. But it is kind of like the, the drama of like, oh, shit. Tom Girardi is actually not that great of a guy. Uh, Jen Shaw, not that great of a chick. Like, it does feel like my person that I was with is that type of drama. Does that, am I making no, that any makes sense. type of sense? The, I'm trying to make sense get while to not talk offending about that anybody. On the, do you get to talk about that on the show? Like, get into it? Or are there parameters around that? We'll see when it's cut and edited together. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I talked about it a lot. There's a lot of times like during filming where I feel like I've spoken about things that and it usually ends up on the chopping block. Like it may be a little too heavy for Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just in my head. Do you feel like it, the show lost the plot a little bit in the past few seasons? Well, why don't you tell me how you feel about that? Because I'm so in it. I'm so close to it. I thought that seasons one through six are some of the best television 
ever created. So you even think through season six. Yeah. And then you had seven, eight, and nine. And I'm also really close to it because obviously I talk about it like for a living on my podcast. So it started to feel like instead of me being like, oh my God, I get to watch Vanderpump Rules and like talk about it. And there's so much to talk about and make fun of. It was like, oh, I have to watch. And I'm like, just not as engaged in the drama. I feel like it got like a little produced or like, it was like not as much focusing on like the darkness in the cast members' lives, but focusing on like too much of the positive, which I feel bad saying because- No, you are saying what, as someone who's in it and also a fan of reality TV, I watch to see the drama. Yeah. I don't need, if I wanted to watch Kumbaya, I'd watch fucking Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And I do watch that too. <laughs> I don't. That's, that's I don't, I a want different it. itch for me. <laughs> the only time I've watched is when I see those bitches fight. Yeah. When Kim like beat Courtney's ass. Yeah. yeah. And even then I tried to watch the full episode. I was like, I'm just going to watch clips. No, now <laughs> it's good because it's on Hulu and it's like drone shots and lifestyle that's porn. It. Yeah. Lifestyle so porn. it's like, right. it really gives you something different, but like, when I, the best Bravo shows, I think, are also the ones that focus on the darkest, most like horrific things of these people's lives. No, I agree with you. And like that is my bread and butter. Like that, I crave that. It makes me feel safe. I feel <laughs> as a viewer, and it's yeah. weird. Like obviously, like I don't want your life to be bad, like person to person. No, but, but on the watching show, it. yeah. Like, but by the way, you saying that, I don't take that. Like, I want to see that. For me personally, being able to have a platform where I get to go and share my voice and my opinions, and even though people may disagree or think I'm a nutcase, it feels extremely therapeutic. Like when we go into interviews and they start asking, like, "Where was your head at in this moment?" It's like I leave feeling like, oh my gosh, I just had the best therapy session ever, right? Because I take out- Leave it all on the floor. Leave it all out there. And I avoid the comment section at all costs. And when people post about me, I don't look at it because I'm like, I know this is where the haters go. If I want to see love, I just stay on my own page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't seek that shit out. No, because I'm going to- It's also- reached a fever pitch of insanity correct i'm like it's one thing to podcast i'm like it's one thing to podcast about vanderpump rules but it's a whole different thing to be online like in reddit forums being like no these people aren't getting paid for their thoughts this is crazy you're not monetizing yet you're you're writing essays for free like campaigning i know for free I don't do shit for free. Mm-mm. Anyone wants to start beef with me when cameras are down, fuck off. <laughs> I am curious, Lara, because of what you said about season seven, eight, and nine for Vanderpump Rules. After just seeing the trailer for season 10, how do you feel? I was feeling good. Okay. I think you're going to be really happy. And actually, by the end of nine, the reunion served. That The was reunion like, was five star. The reunion was five star. I actually gave up on like recapping it because I was so frustrated by that time. I was like, I can't like, I just have to like disengage because it was making me upset that it was bad. But I watched season 10 and I was like, hell yes, we're back. Yeah. And that's why I keep telling people I want because I felt like we kind of lost our footing towards the end of seven. Seven, we still had some stuff going on, but it was like, what was seven? It was Jackson and Brittany's wedding. No, I think that was eight. Eight, it was a lot of wedding stuff. It was brand new faces that yeah. like it just didn't make any sense. Was that the Dana, Brett? Dana, like they put a lot of, I think. That was deeply, con- Dana was not as confusing, but there were a lot Dana of. Dana fitting con- great. There were a lot of confusing male choices. So there. can I tell you, and I feel like I can talk about this now because Stassi put it in her, I think her, her book. But the reasoning for that was they were trying to push a new group in because they were taking us out and, and giving doing us Vanderpump Valley or something like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Then COVID happened. They were like, the whole reason we can't pick up production is because it's based in a restaurant. And the restaurant industry during COVID was like a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. Then everything happened where a lot of cast members were let go. So the show that we were going to start filming was completely just squashed. But that was the reasoning for all of these new faces. People were like, why are these new faces like being shoved down our throats and their storylines? Why do we care about them? It's because they were introducing entire new Vanderpump rules and taking us out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, that didn't happen. 
So season nine, we did what we fucking could. I mean, we were we got that season by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, that's tough because it also is like the kind of thing where all that shit with the cast members went down. Mm -hmm. And as a viewer, like I wanted to see the aftermath of that. And I felt like you should have. Yeah. And I feel like I, I was like. Because it was the kind of thing where everyone was riding really high, buying houses, they're getting mm-hmm. engaged, they're getting married. I got into Vanderpump Rules like when my life was really bad mm-hmm. and I watched it being like, oh my God, these people's lives are worse than mine. This is amazing. <laughs> like I'm giving life like another reason to get up every morning. <laughs> and then suddenly everyone ascends to like house buying levels right? and like happiness. And I was like, hold up a second. Like, this is not the show I fucking signed up right. for. We needed them to get knocked down a peg or two. And just when you thought that was happening, it just glazed over that and was, like, existing in this, like, neither world of totally. what's going on. Yeah, Right. I feel the same way that you feel. And even though, like, it was originally... We, we can't show us working in a restaurant forever. You know? Like, it just... That makes no sense. It doesn't make any there. sense. Yeah. We don't work there. We don't have to work there. But I think in order for it to make sense and for you to follow someone's journey, like you've got to understand like why. Why are they able to afford these houses? Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. You're on a reality TV show. You're getting paid by brands. Like why can we... I want to see we... that hustle. Like I don't... Because that I shit's think... not easy. No, and I think where everyone kind of goes wrong from a producerial standpoint is like thinking that the audience is just going to be lost if it's not taking place in a restaurant. It's like everyone fucking knows <laughs> that like you're not hustling for tips to like right. pay your mortgage. Like no one actually cares about watching you guys work at Sir. Like No, they care about the people for that. because yeah. if they cared about the restaurant, the Abbey show would have made it mm-hmm. on E where they were like, they basically tried to recreate Vanderpump rules based on a restaurant or yeah. a bar. Like the cast was lightning in a bottle before I even arrived. Mm-hmm. Right. They set the groundwork for a very successful show. And obviously we're doing something right, even though we're hanging on by the skin of our teeth. I think season 10, you're going to see all of it. It's going to take you back to old throwback Vanderpump rules. You got one person, two people that actually live in a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else no, is apartment living up. again. And shit I was blown up. I was like, as a viewer, so excited by the fact that Tom and Katie split up because I was like saying on the pod all last season, I was like, wait, the whole, because I feel like the journey with her has been tough from a viewer perspective because I think she was made to look like acted a certain way in that relationship that was like kind of unpalatable. But then I started to like put the pieces together and I was like, wait, this guy has like sucked the life out of this person for literally the entire time we've watched them on TV. Right. Like she's got to get out of there. And I was like campaigning for them to like separate. And then they did. I was like, thank God. Well, this is, I'm excited for people to see Katie this season because you do get to see her not have to play a mom Mm -hmm. to her husband. You know, like there was something when she decided like, I'm doing this. I am moving on with my life. Something changed in her. Something changed in her face. I said to her, I was like, even your face looks different. And she said, Chris Medina said that people would say my face looks different. Chris Medina didn't tell me to tell her that. I just said it. (laughs) See, he's a genius. He's a He's, he's fucking. He's Is a that psychic. The psychic from yes. OC. Different guy from OC, but literally predicted my entire life. So I'm anyway, with that. okay. Anyways. I think you're going to be excited for this season. I'm going to give you all the feels. Every time I get a long, long break, I'm always excited to be back. Hell yeah! My days of panicking over gift giving are officially over, and yours can be too. Thanks to Gift Mode on Etsy, I absolutely love this. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's super easy to just tap or click on Gift Mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. 
I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays, and I was tripping. Then I remembered, just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress-up costumes, fabulous capes, and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Did you know today is a great day to warranty? Well, actually, every day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. And that's what you get with American Home Shield Warranty. I signed up with American Home Shield the moment I decided to buy my house. With an American Home Shield Warranty, unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater won't break the bank because coverage repairs and replacements are taken care of just like that. And not by me, my mom, or Easton. We wouldn't know the first thing to do if something stopped working in this house. I just contact American Home Shield when a covered item breaks and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. So having that sort of reassurance from American Home Shield is something to celebrate. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry, be warranty. Visit ahs.com slash GTL today to get 20% off any plan. That's ahs.com slash GTL for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Okay, I have to shame you for a moment. Okay, (laughs) please bring it on. Now that I've been very kind to you, how in the world do you not watch Real Housewives of Miami? This has been something that I've been confronting for a long time. I just got busy with other franchises and so many people, literally every day now, someone's telling me, you have to watch Miami, you have to watch Miami. And I understand that and I know. And my plan, I have a whole plan in place to like fix this huge problem. I'm going to Japan this week and I'm going to download all of the Miami episodes and then okay. watch them on my computer. Have you ever box. watched? No. Girl, I'm judging you so hard right now. <laughs> I know. It's a real blind spot for me. Most people will tell you to start on season two. I disagree. You have to see season one. Okay. Because it just like makes it makes it make sense with how like deep rooted the friendships are for season I think it's four and five that we're on now. Oh, was it three on Bravo and then three were on Bravo and and then four and five are on Peacock? Okay. This season is so spectacular. I'm like, like, I'm pissed that it's only once a week. I'm like, if it's on a streaming service, just drop the whole thing. Yeah. Drop it all in one. Mm-hmm. Do you watch all the girls trip like housewives girls trips? I watch everything. Okay. The only Bravo shows I don't watch are like Southern Charm, Below Deck. Basically everything that's kind of like Vanderpump. Yeah, too close to home. (laughs) It's way too close to home. It really is. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a little triggering. You need escapism. (laughs) Yeah, I need to watch like very fabulous women and only women. Mm -hmm. And the husbands pop in and out. Yeah, no, I'm upset. Like, and the thing is, I didn't used to watch that much Bravo. Like I was like Vanderpump Rules and maybe would dip in for like Beverly Hills or something. But then... I've really ramped it up, and now I'm, like, getting caught up on everything that I've been missing, but... What about Potomac? I'm not caught up on Potomac. All right. I came in late to that one because it's, like, I feel like so many seasons happened in a very short period of time, and then I got overwhelmed. I'm, like, where do I start? Like, I want to start from the beginning, but now that's like, feels like a 100 episodes that I have to watch, so I just started this recent season, and I, like... I think I'm like two episodes behind. They've always said it. Don't sleep on Potomac. And I fully co-sign on this. It's so good. Mm -hmm. OC, though, you've started. OC, I've started. I like 
watched this past season and went back to season nine and have been watching through from there. Okay. And it's like a warm hug. Like <laughs> It these, is a warm hug. These Orange County women just feel so safe and secure totally. to me as a place to just like watch. I love like their home decor and like their fashion choices and I like their drama and their weird lives yeah. like I'm into it they live in the OC bubble yeah I said to someone who lives in Orange County the other day actually this was like a few months ago <laughs> but there were these two women we were in Orange County at that party okay. for Christmas there's these two girls taking a picture with Santa Claus and I'm watching it and I'm like this is the craziest shit I've ever seen <laughs> all right should have seen these women and I'm with my friend who also lives in Orange County and I was like Yo, Orange County is like a fucking bubble. <laughs> well, this stuck with her because when I saw her the next time, she goes, what did you mean by that? And I was like, if I tell you, do you promise you won't be offended? <laughs> and she was like, I promise. I was like, it feels like everyone hears about this one party and it's it's like high school almost. And it's like, if you were invited, you're a cool kid. Everyone brings out every diamond they could possibly own drips themselves with it it's like keeping up with the joneses it just feels like anything outside of this bubble y'all can't comprehend mm -hmm. and she found that so strange but her husband was like yeah that's exactly what it is like you got to bring out the nicest car to roll up to the house can't just take the range rover <laughs> we have to take like the car that was imported from some weird fucking place and make sure you wear every single diamond you own. And how much was that bag? Was that the Birkin that was custom made and then signed off by a fucking Van Gogh? <laughs> it's crazy. And, and Beverly Hills isn't like that? I don't feel like it no. is that way. I think just all their stuff is like that. So it's not like they're it's not like they're putting on airs to go somewhere. It's like the airs are on 24-7. 24-7, like just it or laugh. Not. The yeah. airs are just their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, but that's what I like about Orange County is it's like everyone's really go. And it's mm. like they think they're really killing it, but they don't get it. It's like the the Truman Show or something. You're so right. But I do feel like when I'm watching Tamara, I'm like I'm watching like someone who I want to go to her house and be sick and she'll give me soup. Yeah, I want to sit with her. Like I really love her workout journey was really inspiring to me. <laughs> she, like, I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with Tamara. I'm obsessed. I am too. And I'm obsessed obsessed with Vicky Gunvalson. Me too. She is my North Star. <laughs> I Aww. love her so much. She, no one makes me laugh until I cry like Vicky and she's not even trying. She genuinely is like Lucille Ball level funny. Do you know me. her? No. All right, we're planning a dinner because oh <laughs> she's one of my most favorite people. So on the way to BravoCon, she was sitting right behind me. Mm -hmm. And I said, hi, Vicky. And I think she thought I was just a fan. So she brushed me off and then realized it was <laughs> motherfucking Lala Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and we had like an hour conversation. It felt like an hour. To the point where like the flight attendant told us like, you guys have to sit. Like we're leaving the mm -hmm. game. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> had like the longest conversation about narcissists and that sh that I need life insurance. Yeah. That was a big part of it. Yeah. She said that to you? Yes. Mm. And she was like doing it on the airplane, trying to figure it out for me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. She is a working woman through and through. And she like, she loves to talk about, but you don't work. Mm -hmm. You don't work to earn a paycheck and then she does the hands. Yeah. You don't bring home money. She will help you financially plan your entire life. Like that's, I just, I love it. I love that she's built a business literally from like her home office into the behemoth that is Kodo Insurance. And they're she's everywhere now. It all. Like. I know. Yeah. And she still is just like so funny. She's so funny. And also if one more dude breaks her heart. I'm coming for them. Yeah. What are you offering, you freaking scrub? <laughs> you got Vicky Gunvalson. All right? Stop moving into her house, eating her food, enjoying her freaking Mexico vacation home. She needs to learn a little bit of self-love. I think that would take her really far. But it also is extremely relatable to see her kind of fall into the same trap with men over and over. Do you want to know what's amazing is that she admits it. She's like, I don't want to be alone. I know. I love companionship. Like, yeah. she doesn't pretend. She's like, I, who? Tell me. This person, as long as they'll move in and be with me every day, that's who I want. Yeah. It's She's so her love tank full. 
she needs her love tank full. I don't understand that though, because from an outsider looking in, I see someone like Vicky or you or just these single women that sometimes are with, not settling, but they're with these people where I'm like, you could get anyone. Is it just being safe? Do you guys like, do you think they like, like someone like Vicky, she's like, this person is known, so I trust them? Because I feel like you guys could get anyone. No, but there's so many like yucky men. I love a scrub. It's my you favorite. do? Yeah. I'm like, you don't have a car. You don't have a... Yeah. <laughs> you drive without a license. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> you like a project? Is it? Yeah. Is that it? Is it a project thing? Maybe. I think I need a lot of therapy. Therapy helps a lot. The this crazy is the thing trauma. is... Is like with therapy too, because I've been in therapy for a long time and I've been single for a long time. But you start to see that like every relationship fits like a very specific pattern that you repeat over and over and over, even if they look like, even if they don't on their face look like it is that pattern, mm. it kind of is. Shows itself over time. Yeah. And you just like, start to uncover all these like patterns that you repeat based on a lot like usually I think it's like childhood trauma or like but that doesn't make any sense what because I had like my childhood it at home was amazing my dad was fucking phenomenal their mm -hmm. relationship was phenomenal so I don't understand what this is yeah maybe I was exposed to crazy tv too young Maybe TV or, like, if you had trouble in school or, like, mm. in young social situations. Like, there's always something. That's there's always the something. the great thing about life <laughs> is there's always something that will really fuck you up. That's why they Lovely. say. You and make you pay for yes, it Yes, your kid will always be fucked up somehow. If you're too good of a parent and too perfect, that's going to fuck them up because their expectations they're are going to. They're all going to have their own set of issues. It's going to be everything. Yeah, yeah, or, like, someone will come into your life and, like, fuck it up mm -hmm. somehow. Totally. Or a situation will happen and, like, it'll just, like fuck you up and you'll learn some way of coping that then becomes like a negative pattern that repeats itself over and over and then you address it and feel the feelings and move through all these stages of grief and then you kind of move on and you're a little bit different now because right. of it. Do you have a boyfriend? No. She's single. Are She's you single. single by choice? I'm yeah I've been single by choice for a while like mm -hmm. I got so busy with like building up all my podcast stuff that I do that that just became like my full-time relationship and it was like working for myself and so I'm kind of just coming out of that place now where I'm like I really want like a partner and someone that I feel like is a real companion. I yeah. love that. Are you opposed to dating comedians? Because I know you're a comedian and I, I always find it interesting when female comedians are like I'm not ever dating a comedian. I'm not opposed to it, but I they have to be funny to me. Oh, okay. Like, I couldn't date someone who, even if, like, everyone thinks they're so funny, but they don't make me laugh, like, it's not going to work. Do they have to think you're funny? Well, I am funny, so they they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't not. You are funny. <laughs> they wouldn't not. Yeah. And if they did, I'd be like, hmm, I guess this isn't a good match. Yeah. Or you don't really see me or something. Yeah, you don't have a good sense of humor. Yeah. I think I relate. I mean, I'm not a comedian, but I think if you don't think I'm funny, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. Because mm -hmm. I haven't been single in a really long time. But when I was, which was in my early 20s, I would try to stifle just my sense of humor and things that I thought were funny and things that I wanted to say that I thought were funny. And I would just try to be like this cool chick that I watched on TV. And it was like suffocating. Yeah. So it is interesting to like be single in your 30s where it's like, okay, I know who I am, but I'm kind of like you. I mean, back when I was young, I never, like Brittany, she always knew I want to get married. She was planning her wedding from the time she was a little kid. Um, always wanted to be a mom. I didn't really think that way. I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I never thought about a partner. It was always like, I just want to be successful and have businesses. Mm -hmm. Like that was what I wanted to be married to. And I think that's what we're really focused on this year. Mm -hmm. Because Chris Medina said to me, he said, I don't want you dating right now. But he said, your guides told me not to tell you that you can't date right now because... Then you'll do it anyway. You'll do it. Yeah. So I just want to give you 
a little bit of advice, but do what you want. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you should date right now because chances are you're going to attract the same type of guy. You got to do some self-work. So that makes sense. Your therapist is basically the same as Chris Medina. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, she also does like astrology stuff too, which I'm a little bit like, sometimes I, I like it, but then sometimes I'm like, we're here to talk. Like, let's not bring that. Let's not bring the stars into this just right now. Let's like focus on feelings. You would oh, want the stars. I want you would her. want yeah. the stars. Wait, can, yeah. I'm going to get her number from okay. you. What's yeah. your sign, Lara? I'm a Gemini. I'm a double Gemini Leo rising. I could see oh, your Leo rising. See, this is everything. Do you know what your moon is? Gemini. Gemini oh, sun you're d- and, moon. and moon. Yeah. Oh, Leo shit. rising. So there's a That's lot like going there's on. There's a lot. Go- That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what dash pass is, I'm about to change your world. Dash pass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited zero dollar delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Before I let you go, can we please talk about Salt Lake? Yes. How do you feel about it? I've had a tough time with this season. I feel like it's dragged out for Mm -hmm. so long. They've taken a lot of breaks, which I'm like, can we keep it moving? Mm -hmm. Keep it moving. Jen Cha's taking me on a roller coaster. I think I started out this season being like justice for Jen. She does not deserve to be incarcerated. But then when she started throwing people's shoes off of the boat, I was like, okay, well, she needs to maybe go to jail just for a month or two because you really shouldn't be doing that. And then I, yeah, now I'm like, I'm just so saddened for her family by this situation that it almost makes it hard to watch because you're just like, this is so bleak. Well, because I feel like when when kids are involved and they had no say in the matter and like you just you just did shit without even thinking yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. You know, because and I'm not throwing any shade at her. I'm just saying me and how I go about life having a kid, like everything that I do, I think about ocean. Yeah. I'm like, how could this impact her? And there's a lot of things like e- as simple as doing this podcast right now. I'm literally sitting here going, what have I said on this? What have I said in the past that she could at some point read and go, oh my God, why did she do all of those things? Why mm-hmm. did she say those things? Why couldn't she shut up? But then on the flip side, I think, 
I hope that if she goes through things at some point in her life, which she will, that she never feels like she has to be quiet. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird, it's like a strange, I'm wondering if Jen was like, I'm providing for my family. Like I came from nothing. So I don't, I don't give a damn. Like I will make sure my kids have an incredible life and I don't care who I have to affect. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to understand how she could do those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think you probably don't think about it as it's happening that much because if you were focusing on all the people that you're hurting, chances are it would make you not want to like be like defrauding. Unless you're a narcissistic sociopath. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I don't know where the season can go without her in it. Well, that's it. what I'm curious to hear your thoughts on because I'm a little worried for Salt Lake. I don't well, know. Well, you saw her. She is doing that that um, exclusive with Andy. No, she shut it down. She did? She did. When? She shut it down like a few days ago. Oh, damn. But it's not happening. She said something in the contract would not allow her to share her side of things the way she feels like they should be shown. Oh, because she posted a photo of her in Glam or something. No, and then she posted oh, a, wow. another thing that says that the one-on-one is not happening anymore. Wow. So that's off the table. But I just wonder because she's captivating. She is, and she makes good TV. Even before this shit happened. Yeah, like she was bringing something to the table. And like Heather, I think, is like a flop. I think she, this season, I was so pissed off about the like black eye thing and how cagey she's being about that. Where do, do you think it was like Botox? Like, what do you think happened to her eye? I think someone did it. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you think, you think Jen did it? I'm not going to say who I think did it, but I'm going to. If I were on the show, I would obviously say who say who I think did it. Yeah. I've heard, like, I follow this account and they were saying, like, she hit a faucet. I've heard from people behind the scenes that that story is not true. And someone did that to her. Why would she not come out and say who? Uh, for a million reasons, I'm assuming. It was on a cash trip. It could only be someone from the cast. Oh. Yeah. I think that that's what happened too. And I how think- how do you hit a faucet and have scratch marks all over your body? No, I think unless that it you was- hit the faucet and fell into a rose bush. Yeah. I think it was like a fight or some sort of thing, like joking around that maybe turned into a fight or just like someone flipped the switch, got really angry. Mm-hmm. And instead of because of the sensitivity of the whole situation, right? It was like, don't worry about it. Nothing happened. We're not going to talk about it. And like, the, it's not a thing, just a production, which I think is also crazy Can I tell because you? I feel like keep going. Well, I feel like if someone hits someone else on a reality TV show, there's like insurance, like behind the scenes, just like liability shit that has to happen. Well, I will tell you on Vanderpump Rules, we get physical. There are repercussions. Yeah. Heavy repercussions. And if that were to happen on Vanderpump Rules, there's no way we would get away with not being able, with not saying who it was. Well, no. There would be repercussions for that too. Yeah. We have to talk about everything. That's what I also don't like is like, when housewives aren't held to that same standard. I feel like they can do that because these women have been successful for a really long time and were thrown onto a TV show. Whereas our cast, they were like waitresses. We were waitresses and hostesses and things like that. And then we experienced this level of like notoriety and we had all moved to LA for this reason. Whereas housewives, it's like, we accomplished everything we wanted to. And now mm. you want to follow me around and watch me be successful? So it is, there's like a like, difference. Bravo needs them more than they need Bravo. Right. They're yeah. like, I don't need you. I've been successful since before this show. Yeah. We would never get away with not talking oh, about it. Oh, absolutely not. Do you feel like Jen's sentence was fair or do you think she deserved more time? I think it was, I guess, as fair as it's going to get. I'm just, I'm really torn when it comes to like, punishing I'm really torn when it comes to like sending people to jail like I just I don't think like I think there are other ways that she could pay back her community or be more of service to people or like I'm selfishly also stay on the show (laughs) and like not affect her sons and family like I just I really do believe like 
if you're if the only reason you should go to jail is if you're like a violent offender and a threat to society even if someone took your entire life savings no i'd want them to rot in prison <laughs> yeah she did sentence. that i watched they started interviewing people that she affected and this woman is like i'm can i don't even know how i'm going to put food on the table because she took everything from me is she court ordered to pay it back yes oh, okay yeah. That's hard. How is she going to do that? Yeah. Well, the judge asked, and again, this is just what I saw online. Someone was live tweeting. And the judge asked, how are you going to pay this back? Do you still, are you still on the show? And this is not quotes. It's just along these lines. Mm -hmm. And she said yes. But it was like X amount of millions. And as a reality TV per personality, like I could not afford to pay back multi-millions no there's no way with and my also, contract i thought bravo cut ties with her they did she wasn't even allowed at BravoCon. yeah so Crash you think it. that was a lie that she was like I yeah mean, she's a liar so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also it's like people need to be more educated about finances and money and but that's why they target the elderly. I know. But we need to send the elderly to like a learning annex class. To, <laughs> you should host it. Yeah. Like, do not give anyone your information. Do should not... we start a podcast that is for the elderly that <laughs> yeah. like teaches them certain things where like if this person calls you, if Amazon says they can't find your info and someone hacked your account, don't give it to them. Yeah. Call 1-800-LALA and Lara. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you whether or not to engage. And have Vicky on. Vicky could give some. Oh, Vicky would give <laughs> some really advice. good yeah. advice. Oh, my God. I had the best time ever with you. Me too. Thank you so much for, for having me. You're so welcome. Where can people find you? Okay. You can find me a lot of places. I'm on Instagram at Lars Marie. And you should definitely listen to Sexy Unique Podcast. We talk a lot about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Vanderpump Rules forthcoming. And you should listen to my other podcast called Too Niche I that I host with my friend Elizabeth. And we actually did an episode recently. We do a lot of trend hauls on that podcast. Okay. And like we did a whole celebrity-owned non-alcoholic uh, beverage brands. Oh, my gosh. I'm Taste listening. tested a ton of them and actually found out that Katy Perry's brand, Dessois, was the best one really mm -hmm. wait i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some starla will you please try yes it? That's i was hearing you talk about that and i'm dying i also we did a two-parter episode hauling sparkling water okay and like taste tested all these different ones and i know you're a sparkling water head mm -hmm. and i have to tell you i'm a pellegrino girl and i also love perrier but the air one sparkling water is so fucking good okay and it almost gets you like a little high when you drink it. <laughs> wow. It's like there's something. There's Placebo effect something is on point. in the water. I'm telling you it's the best sparkling water. All right. I'm going to try it. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about this. Because when they don't have Perrier, if they have Pellegrino, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But I do love, and I think it's a power move, and I think it makes people think you're very successful when you order a bottle of sparkling water for the table. Oh, every day. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> successful. Check. I done made it. All right. You're the best. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I love you so much and I will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.